Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the ultimate teen comedy, an 80s classic, and the last teen film that John Hughes both wrote and directed. And I think we all know that not going to school is way more valuable than actually going to school. This is 80s Movie Guide. A guide to what's wrong with your parents. I'm Riley Roberts. And I'm Tara McNamara. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is about a popular high schooler with senioritis. He decides to ditch school and have an epic day with his best friend and his girlfriend. And give his best friend a panic attack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I mean, it's interesting. Ferris Bueller does sort of explore depression. But very slightly, though. Yeah. Very slightly. It's clear, though, that this is where it's coming from, is this uh, anxiety. I mean, I don't know. Does he have anxiety? Cameron doesn't have anxiety. No, Cameron seems to have anxiety because, I mean, that makes sense when he has pressure being put on him from his dad and they don't have a great relationship and he's always like can they just get divorced and or like mm-hmm. that's mm, anxiety issues having like a pit being like i'd rather stay home i'd ditch school and stay home but i don't want to ditch school and go out well actually my question to you is you know divorce is now so common yeah do you have friends who say i wish my parents would just get a divorce uh, do, do you have friends whose parents stay together despite it being obvious to everyone that they shouldn't any longer? Because that was a thing in the 80s where people were like, well, we have to stay together for the kids or, you know. I don't think so anymore because it's so normalized now. Like, I feel like I've heard someone say, like, say that. Like, I wish my parents would just get divorced. But I feel like there was a more of a reason. Yeah. Um, cause Cameron really is going through it. Ferris, on the other hand, is <laughs> living. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, I mean, let's just talk about the message of the movie. Okay. I mean, this is such a fun movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is one of my favorite films of all time. It, I mean, maybe the favorite film of mine, but why? Because it's so fun. It's not fun. It is. It's not that fun. It is. Like, the watching the principal, like, constantly get beat up is funny. Mm-hmm. But, like, a kid ditching class for a day and going to L.A. and just hanging out with his friends, that's not, that's not the most entertaining thing on the planet. Okay, well, that is true. And I think maybe that is part of, um, uh, maybe this is the difference between the 80s and now. Because I think that, that the reality is, is from someone who now doesn't have to go to school, like, the daytime... <laughs> isn't any more exciting than than any others. But I think that the idea is that when you're doing something you're not supposed to do, then you find a certain joy in it. And I do think that this film, without a doubt, inspired a lot of kids to skip school. I know I did. Um, I, I don't think it even dawned on me to skip school. And then, I don't know, sometime after this movie came out, uh, my friends and I, you know, we ditched school we went to my house because my parents weren't home. We got drunk. <laughs> I don't think we did. We danced around the house. I don't think we did anything else. We didn't go anywhere. 
but we just ditched. And then I remember my mom like kind of questioning it and I, I didn't get out of much, was not a good liar, <laughs> got busted all the time. I was always grounded. So I can't really remember if I got specifically busted for that, but I, I was always in trouble. I never honestly, like if I were to ditch school, it would be, I'm sick. I'm not, I'm not going. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm hurting. No, I'm I know going. you're very good at that. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but anxiety, I, but anxiety, but <laughs> I don't want to be in class. Like this, it's annoying, but, um, yeah, we actually got a letter once from your school saying, just like Mr. Rooney says to Ferris's mom, if, if she, you know, if Ferris misses one more day, then you know then he's gonna have to be held back we got a we got a letter no the letter instead said if she misses one more day without a doctor's note you are going to jail (laughs) you as the parent are going to jail that was something actually kamala harris tried on for a little while uh, when she was the attorney general and most people were not a fan and she uh and then they pulled that but we were living that you know when they were like you're going to jail if your kids skip school too many times yeah well when I was going to the school I didn't like mm-hmm. I I didn't I mean obviously I would try and not go all the time but like if I were to ditch we wouldn't actually ditch it was mm-hmm. like if like seniors are allowed to go get lunch off campus but mm-hmm. anyone underclassmen is not for some reason even though we can get a license and we can go places and most of those kids have cars because they're rich so like why wouldn't they stupid but me and my friends would um tell the security we would go off campus to my friend's car olivia she had her she was the first person to have her license and um they would be like hey where are you going and we're like we have to get tampons and then they're like oh okay 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 because they're like (laughs) men and then we'd go get taco bell and then come back Mm -hmm. because their lunch was trash yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Taco Bell's like literally three blocks away. Like, oh, well, see, where we live, we have a lot of those kind of places really close by. Where I lived when I was a teenager in Oklahoma City, or before that in Allen, Texas, uh, they were, like in Allen, Texas, we had two when I lived there. We had a Burger King and a Dairy Queen, and they were far away. There was no, there was none of that. There, were, there was nowhere fun to go in Allen, Texas when you ditched. So that's why I got drunk in my parents' house, which, you know. I don't know. I took pictures, memories, <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, I think overall that's the message. It's inspiring kids to like say, hey, you know, your principal's, your vice principal's dumb. You're, uh, you know better. You can go have a good day, you know, and you'll get more out of it than school, which they show as being terribly boring, which, yeah, school could be boring. School is boring. And a lot of the stuff is pretty useless, at least in high school. The other thing is, Ferris basically steals a car. Yeah. <laughs> and know? they wreck it after a whole day of it being perfect. I, I, I think the idea is, right, that Cameron, the, the day gives Cameron the courage to stand up to his father. Mm-hmm. But it's so cringy, and I don't know. It's, it does feel like, I'm glad Ferris says, I'm going to take the blame, I'm going to take the blame, I'm glad he volunteers that after forcing Cameron to take yeah. the car and abuses the situation and won't take it home. I mean, I honestly wouldn't. I mean, I'd probably find Ferris, like, hot if I was, like, in his high school. But I would not have gone and picked him up. I would not. Yeah, what do you mean? Because he was using Cameron the entire time just for a ride. Yeah. Well, Cameron's his best. They established Cameron has been his best friend his whole life. Yeah, but his 
when he called him on the phone, he was like, come pick me up. Mm -hmm. I want to leave. I want to leave my house. The fact that you are making me sit here in my own house and wait for you (laughs) is rude. The fact that he's telling him Yeah, you're sick, but I don't care. But I think that that he's like, you know, he's probably not really sick. He's always sick. I'm going to get him out of the house. Uh, He's just sitting there anyway, and we'll go do something worthwhile. And then at the end, I do appreciate that he says, the reason I did this is because we only have a couple more months and then we're going to go our separate ways. And I think that's true, but I don't think that's what teens took away from it. At least not at the time. No. Um, you know, and then you also have the fact that Ferris is Eddie Haskell. Um, and I don't know if you know who Eddie Haskell is, but he's this kind of, uh, uh, prototype of a character that that came from leave it to beaver which was in the 50s but they reran it all the time when i was a kid um he's this he's this uh hello mrs cleaver you're looking very nice today mrs cleaver oh that apple pie smells wonderful mrs cleaver and he's really the troublemaker so he gets the parents on his side because he's a kiss ass and then uh but in reality he's the one you don't want your kid hanging out with yeah and so ferris is really that kid but we make him the hero in this movie. Yeah. Do you know anybody like that? Yes. All your friends? Yes. <laughs> uh, but I think the thing that makes me um, most uncomfortable about this film is the you know now that they're now that time has passed and we know more about some of the actors in it. Um, Jeffrey Jones, who plays the principal. I can't remember if he's a principal or vice principal right now. I think now. he's a principal. Okay. So, Mr. Rooney. Um, that he wound up being convicted of um, child pornography. Like, of, of having a 14-year-old, like, take photos for him, you know. And then, so, he's a sex offender. So, mm-hmm. that's uncomfortable because you're thinking, even though all of the, you know, everybody was an adult on that film. Mia Sarah was... I think she was 18 or 19 when she filmed it. She was the youngest. Everybody else was well in their 20s. Yeah, it was really obvious. When he said that she was a junior, I was like, come on. Yeah. Like, she's 20. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's obviously 20. She actually... Jennifer Grey was one of the older... I think she was 26. Uh, Cameron was 30. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> that wasn't very <laughs> hidden. Um, it's weird. So, actually, yeah, she and Charlie Sheen were... Uh, Mia Sarah and Charlie Sheen were the youngest of the of the cast. That's weird, right? <laughs> right. But it, so so Jeffrey Jones. So that, so you know though they were adults, but you think that being in a hit movie like this gives you access. You know, like would it have given him access to these teenagers who would then you know be interested in talking to him or learning more, spending time alone and. You know, that's really uncomfortable. And then um, the fact that Jennifer Grey has to make out with Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. Now, it's one thing to think, well, but this was in the beginning and he wasn't, you know, the whole tiger blood and the whole, you know, winning guy that yeah. off the rails. He wasn't there. He wasn't that bad. Well, he was, though. I mean, maybe. I mean, Corey Feldman. I know. I know. Yeah. Has said that, that you know, Corey Haim told him that it was Charlie Sheen who raped him. Uh, his first sexual encounter, and it was on the set of Lucas, which was filmed before Ferris Bueller's Day really? Off. Really? Oh. Yeah. 
And so that makes me really cringy that Jennifer Grey was put in a position where she had to make out with him. I mean, many actresses also had to, you know, uh, there's lots of people, but I don't know, just because it's a teen film and just... And it's baby. <laughs> Dirty it dancing. is. It is baby. Uh, it, the, the whole thing just is really uncomfortable. Um, one of the interesting things is, which character do you think was John Hughes? You know, writers usually write what they know. So he wrote the film partially because he it was a love letter to Chicago. All of his films are kind of set, all of his teen films were set in Chicago in particular, if not all of his films, which is where he grew up. Basic. <laughs> <laughs> but this film has one character that is... More based on John Hughes. Is it Cameron? It is Ferris Bueller. <laughs> well, I was going to say Ferris, but I was like, I don't know. He, he said like putting yourself on a pedestal. Well, I don't know that he necessarily said that, but in the DVD commentary, he says, uh, you know, talks about that he was always in the classic third wheel situation. And so you're thinking, oh, you're totally Cameron, you know, writer, probably an introvert, you're probably that guy. And then he's not, he actually was popular. He was his, he met his wife when they were in high school. So that whole, and they got married not too long after high school. I think they were 19 or 20 and stayed married, you know, so that whole idea of Ferris saying, I will marry you. Let's get married. You know, that wasn't just, um, just like off the hip, right? Like that was something he felt like that Ferris would marry her and that they would stay together. Uh, But I I thought that was sort of fascinating, you know, to think that he's, no, that's who he is. (laughs) You know, to be completely honest with you, I don't really like this movie. Really? Like, I really don't. What? Why do you like like it? I watched it a couple years ago when I was like bored, like sick at home. And should we put that in quotation marks or not? <laughs> I think I was. I don't know. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, this is an 80s movie. I'll just, I'll just watch it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and I was like, eh. Like, eh. Like, that wasn't very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I, I was not I entertained, because you like, were sick at all. and you were alone. It's probably I don't a movie to see with your friends. I Well, when I, wa- when I rewatched it with Celeste, I... All I thought that was funny out of it was, like, the principal and, like, Ferris's pranks. Like, mm-hmm. but that's what I think, that's what everyone's going to think is funny. Well, like, that's not special well, you know, in any way. But it was, I think it was special when it came out. It's been copied or attempted to be copied over and over and over again about kind of, like, this guy who's super popular and, you know, kind of can get away with everything. That's now a more common character that you see attempted because of this film. Um, but I think, I think what's fun about it is the idea that you go out and you experience all of these things without adults, right? And that you go have this amazing day, um, all while you're not supposed to be, which heightens the experience. Uh, and, and I just think it's fun. I think for adults, it's nostalgic, but, um, the moment in the parade that didn't that doesn't excite you, and he's. I thought that the shout song went on way too long. That was a good seven minutes <laughs> of him on a float lip syncing, and I was like, "Oh my god, can this be over? I don't care." And I listened to the song. I think it was "Shake It Up, Baby." Yeah, I've listened to the song for seven minutes when we watched. Animal House. Yeah. It was a different song, though. This was, um, shake it up, baby, now, shake it up, baby. They played both. Twist and shout. But that's not the same thing as make you want to shout. Oh, I thought they did both. Uh, they did that. They no, did they both. do Don Cachet. 
Donkashe. Yeah, then he sings that. I don't even know if that's the right word. No, because remember they. Yeah, but it is. It's a similar. Well, they upbeat. did the exact dances, <laughs> like the uh, oh yeah, everyone going to the floor, oh, everyone going right. back up. You're right. They did like the same exact dances, so I was like, I feel like I watched this. Oh, maybe they're like, hey, it worked ten years ago. Like <laughs> we'll do it again. I think senior year. If any kids are watching, senior year is the year to ditch. Okay, they're mm-hmm. not. They don't give a shit anymore. I I ditched so much senior year. And I literally didn't get penalized once. Mm-hmm. But that, well, I only had four classes. Yeah. And then your last semester, you only had well, one class two... of note. You had English and everything else was like... TA and broadcast. Yeah. So, exactly. And so I would like leave because they didn't, they didn't need me. They wouldn't do anything. They didn't care. They're mm-hmm. like, you have, they, you literally only have one class. There's no reason for you to be at the school after 1230. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you still here? Exactly. Yeah. Can you leave? <laughs> yeah. I would literally just sit in the classroom while my par- my teachers talked about the same thing that I learned last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just retaking the class over again. Well, one of the greatest things I think about the movie is the message. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around a while. You can miss it. So we're going to let you go enjoy life now. Thanks for listening. I'm Tara McNamara. I'm Riley Roberts. Th- this is 80s Movies. You gotta do what's wrong with your parents. You can find us on social media at 80s Movie Guide. And you can go to our website. 80smovieguide.com. And that's it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.